We're beginning now a discussion of whether or not a neighbor is allowed to start doing a practice that currently does not harm his neighbor, but in the future it might. Based on this discussion, is going to be a related discussion if someone's already doing it, but at the time that he started doing it, it wasn't causing any harm, and then there's a later change later, and now it begins to cause harm because the neighbor has started doing something different. So, you know, he put the item there that now is being harmed by the neighbor. So now, can the original person, the one who's engaging in the practice, claim he already has a chazaka? Or will, can the nizik counter and say, the only reason I didn't stop you from doing it till now is because I didn't care. But now that I started doing my thing, which is getting harmed from your, from your activity, so now he wants to say, from now going forward, you'll have to move your item. So this discussion begins on page 21 of the booklet. We're in the second paragraph above Basra, Yudzayin Abbez, Nehemachlikis, Rava, and Abaya. Itmar the Gemara begins, around nine lines down, Habal Lismach Mitzar, one who wants to dig his pit near the border. Now we know once you dig right near the border, the neighbor will not be able to dig on his side of the border because you can't have two neighboring pits. Each pit needs to have space between the hole and the end of the property. If both neighbors will dig all right at the edge of the property, then there won't be any wall between their two pits and they'll just collapse. So if one, if, if neighbor A starts right near the property line, then neighbor B is going to have to move his pit a full six tfachim away from the property line. So the question is, can neighbor B tell neighbor A, you, I, I, I demand that you right away move your pit away because maybe in the future I'm going to want to dig my pit and then I'll be, I'll be stuck not being able to dig within six tfachim. So therefore, right now, you should move your pit away, even though currently I have none. So that's the discussion. The neighbor A, who would like to dig right near his property line, when neighbor B does not yet have a bar there. So Abaya says, Abaya says, right now I'm not doing any damage, so I can put it right up to the property. Rav says he cannot. So in this first lashon, the, the Gemara says, If this field is intended for pits, you know, it's normal to put a pit there, everyone agrees that neighbor B can object and tell neighbor A, even though right now I don't have a pit yet, but chances are I'm going to have one soon, so therefore you cannot dig right near the property line. Completely rid of the argument, it revolves around the case where you have fields that are not typically used for buyers, and neighbor A happens to decide to do that. Abai says he could do right there because it's not typical for B to put his bar there. Rav says he cannot. Just like you decided to change your mind and put a pit there, maybe someday I'm also going to change my mind and put a pit there, and then you're going to say I can't because it's going to be ruining your bar. The second question says, If it's not typical to put pits there, then everyone agrees that you could do it. If it is normal to put there, and still Abayah says you could go right up to the property line. Even if you should do the Rabbanon that say that a neighbor who's coming to plant a tree must, must remove his tree 25 amas away so that it shouldn't lay, the, the roots won't grow into the neighbor's field. And damage the pit. It's only because right now the bar is already there when he's coming to plant his tree. But right now, while he's digging, there is no bar there, so he's not doing any damage right now. So he's allowed to put his bar there. You can't stop him. 
Rav Omar, no, Rav says, you cannot put your, you cannot dig right near the border. Even according to Rebbeisi, who says when it comes to the tree, that you are allowed to plant the tree. That's only because right now when he's planting the tree, there's no roots yet doing any damage. But over here, every shovel full that you take out of the ground is already loosening up my ground. So even though it's irrelevant to me right now, but the minute I choose to dig a bar there, that already will have significant relevance. So therefore, you can stop him right now and say you have to distance your bar away from my from the property line. So we have two Lashaynas, all the Machlekes, Rav, and Abayo, whether or not somebody is allowed to put his pit right up to the property line. Abayo says you could put it up, Rav says you cannot. The first Lashin says they're arguing by a soda that is in Asuri Labayris, where it's not typical, but had it been a soda that's Asuri Labayris, everybody would agree that you cannot. The second Lashin is saying that even if it's a soda that's Asuri Labayris, even if it's a soda that's normal to put pits there, Abaya says you're allowed to go right up to the property line. Rava says over there you cannot go right up to the property line because you're already loosening the ground at the time you put your pit there. Going now to page 22, we have an important rush based on this Gemara. The question is, what is the logic of Rava? Why I'm not allowed to do something right on my property when it's not causing any current damage to my neighbor, but it may cause damage in the future. What's the problem? No, there's usually there's a counter swar. There's a counter swar that's me the stoim to stop someone from doing something that is doesn't bother you at all. That's me the stoim. So why can't neighbor A tell neighbor B right now? There's nothing there in your property that's getting ruined. So what's stopping me from putting my bar there? What, like, what do you care? It makes no difference to you right now in the future. So we'll talk about it in the future, in the future. But right now it's not bothering you. So why, why should you stop me? So it says the rush. Quotes the Gemara. This is on page 22 in the booklet. In the right column. He quotes the Gemara. It says, says, you cannot be Saimich. And we're talking about if it's a soda that's not typical to put a bar there, so then neighbor A is allowed to go right up to the property line, and if at some point neighbor B wants to put his bar, he's going to have to move six to Achim. It's normal to put it there, so chances are B is going to put in his own bar. Right now there is no bar. And Rav said his counter is for... Over here, right away, every shovel full that you take out of the ground is already loosening up my ground. The Kaimel and Karava says the Rosh, even though we pass like a that each one could, could, this guy could plant his tree, this guy could dig his pit, and you can't stop him. This is similar to Giri Delay. It's similar to his arrows going across because he's loosening up the ground every time he digs. Tashma. The Gemara brought a raya from the mission over there that says you have to move things away from the from a wall that can cause damage to the wall. Says the Rosh Temo my parachacha vaday mutlis vakshayin shom kaisel she mazgloy klum ata ukshayit zezel lasis kaisel yaser sagefes. The Rosh wants to know what's the raya from that case that you say you can't put things up next to a wall which can cause damage to the wall over there. Obviously, if there's no wall there, there is no damage whatsoever. So clearly, nothing, literally, nothing's happening now. So obviously, you're not allowed to put it there. Obviously, you can't stop him. Sorry, you can't stop him from putting it there. 
These things also they do some amount of damage to the floor. When he's going to come later to build his wall there, he'll find that the floor is already damaged. So this, the other reasoning Tesis gives is because since it's a big deal to move these things away, so even though right now clearly is literally nothing happening, it's not even rooting the ground, but it's a tircha to move it, and I'm worried you're going to be lazy when it comes to move it later, so therefore I'm allowed to stop you from putting it there right now. Rebbeinu says another line of reasoning. The reason neighbor B can object to neighbor A putting it there, even though right now it's not bothering him, is because he's worried that neighbor A is going to get a chazaka, and then he's not. I'm not going to be able to move it at all. That's pshat and rava. We don't say, let him put it there now. And then later, when the guy wants to dig his pit, so I'll tell him, okay, so you move away then. Again, the guy's going to claim he got a chazak. And the fact that the more added in the, that, that you're loosening the ground right now, high time we only need that for a base, the Rabbanu, even without that reason. So based on this, Rabbanu said, you're not allowed to open up a window overlooking your friend's chorva. I mean, you know, it's, it's abandoned. No one's living there right now. Still, you can stop the guy from opening the window. Maybe going to get a chazaka. And then See, when I'm going to later decide to rebuild that chorva, that ruin, your window will already be open to my chazer, and you're going to have a chazaka to, to, to look into my property. And also, you're going to have a chazaka, I'm not going to be able to block up your window. I'm going to, if I want to build in my own property, I'm going to have to leave four amas so as not to block up the window. So that's Rabbi Yehuda says the Rosh ain't varv nearly. I disagree with this. He says If I would be allowed to put it there, then you wouldn't be able to get a chazaka. Since right now it's not bothering you, so I wouldn't be able to get a chazaka. The reason I'm putting it there, and the reason that, that, that the reason I'm allowed to put it there, is not because I have a chazaka. Is because I you couldn't stop me because it wasn't bothering you. Wherever you cannot be meicha, you don't get a chazaka. Like we find There's a direct correlation between whether or not neighbor B could be meicha and whether or not neighbor A gets a chazaka. Anytime neighbor B cannot object, neighbor A does not get a chazaka. It's only when neighbor B could have objected and he didn't, that's when neighbor A gets a chazaka. Hilkach says the Rosh going to Simon Gimel. If you find a window that's open over a ruin, there is no chazaka. Unless he brings Edim, that he already had this window before it got turned into a ruin. If somebody does have such a window open over his neighbor's rishos, and that place, the neighbor's thing got turned into a ruin, he should get himself Edim that saw that he already had this window previously for three years. Well, right, it should be written and, and, and you know documented that he had this right. Later, when the guy decides to rebuild, and maybe he's going to build with Nechalene, he's going to want to block it, and he's going to say, Maybe you only opened your window after my thing became a ruin. I could not be Moicha. We have roofs that are that are that are that are covered over in a way that they're not usable. 
then says you can't do anything on the roof. You can open up a window over it because it's not bothering the neighbor. If later he's going to break break down this roof and he's going to now now it became open so now there's there's hezekiah. And now through the window that the person had opened you can see into the chazer. There's no chazak on that. If you have a window that's opened over a chatzar and the friend wants to build underneath it and put a roof over it and then now he can't see into the chatzar, he could stop him from building it. Because in that case, he's going to say, Today or tomorrow, you are going to break down your binyan. You're going to force me to close up my chalain. It's too weird to pay in the neck for me to go find Edim that I had for three years. That I had a chazaka while I was able to, and therefore, he could stop him from putting it there originally. So again, we have a very fundamental machlegis between the, the Russian and Rabbi Yaino, whether or not the Chazaka breeds the right to be Meicha, or the right to be Meicha breeds the Chazaka. Meaning, the, the Russian is saying, so long as you, the, you couldn't stop me, then I wouldn't be able to get a Chazaka. Rabbi Yaino is saying that even though I couldn't really stop you, my re- I have a reason to stop you based on the fact that you might get a chazaka. So clearly, even in a place where it's not causing any damage, the Rinyana says you could get a chazaka. The Russia is saying, no, if I have a uh, tashmish, I'm able to do something during a time that it's not causing any damage, that does not give me a chazaka altogether. So the Rivash, going to page 23, the Rivash takes issue with the, with the Rosh. And he agrees with Rinyana. Mashkazva Rosh, page 23 on the right hand column. The Chubus Rivash Simon Tofain Aleph. Mashkazva Rosh, a Vesech Lemagak Shor Ofim. Ain Balagagach Lakiv Kim Shema Zikoi Behezakuio. Vlochin Shiova Livnus Connecting and Sarakshin Lachalinza Hazaka Kim Shachalim Place. So first he had to put that aside that clearly the Rosh is assuming that you need a Taina and a Chazaka of three years. Masin Chalena Mitzri, so that he explains that that sugi in the Chalena Mitzri. Um, skipping down a bit. Vihine, um, this is uh, in, in the middle of this paragraph. Vihine, also in Amasayva, Siva, Masayva, Masayva, the Rosh made the, the, the Siva into the Masayva, and vice versa, which is the, the cause and which is the effect. He confused the cause and the effect. Shalafiya, near Mosh and Agamora, Hayisayid, Vasiba, Yechazaka. The Yisayid to the Macha is the Chazaka. Within a Chazaka, Yitzhani, Machalim, Chesim, Lav. From the din of chazaka, from that comes the halacha whether or not it could be meichel udvarav. Even if I couldn't stop him, but why shouldn't he get a chazaka? He should have been meichel and said within you know within every three years that no, I am meichel against his window because one day I might need this space, so I'm being meichel. So there, that that itself is a reason why he should have a chazak. So so that later on, if he wants to build it and block it off, he won't have to. He won't have to move away. By his not being meicha, now he does have a chazaka. Once he could get a chazaka, once he could get a chazaka, now we reverse back to then that I could stop him from doing it originally. Once he could get a chazaka, now I'm allowed to stop him ready from doing it because it's not me this time because it's a pain in the neck for me to be much every three years. So now it's not me this time. 
the, the, right away there's already has a great that's separate technical problem there's already a potential of a hezek, so he could have been meicha anyway on that specific din. So now on the next couple pages, it's just all, it's a lot of words, but it's, it's really a repeat of what we just saw. Page 24, 25, and 26. The Shulchan Aruch goes, quotes his whole So it's the whole rush at length, but ultimately he rules like the Rivash. That you can already be moicha, even though right now there's no harm, you could be moicha. And because I'm worried, he's going to get a chazaka. So Ramos, the Ramos says that if there's a if there's a current minig, you follow the minig. Um, but the Shulchanarch adds that Lamaisa, you don't get a chazaka. He, he cuts it that both ways. He says, on the one hand, I could be moicha because maybe you'll get a chazaka. But practically, if I can prove that there's no harm all along, then you won't actually get a chazaka. That's the Shulchanarch. The Ketzeis HaChayshin, he he proves that like like the opinion of the rush and he pretty much comes down on the side that the person could at least say kimli like the rush which means that if he was doing this practice for three years and he, he could bring aid message or the way we pass against even right away but if he was doing it and the person wasn't meicha then he will get a chazaka and you cannot be forced the the neighbor who did it cannot be forced to remove it um so the, the nasivist kind of cuts in between this itself and he says that it actually it, it depends if I'm so, sort of utilizing his property, like if the air my air is going through his airspace or not. That's a bit of a technical chiluk that the nesivas creates to differentiate. And twenty seven is just the in the Yasserin is the chuba teres emes, the maran sasoin, and he basically says also that you could say kimli like the rush, and you won't be, once he did it once he has this thing open he won't be able to, you will not be able to force him to remove it.